0: Hello, and welcome to episode number 47 of the Connect2 podcast. My name is Jeff Cullen. And I'm Mark Hughes. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Jeff. How are you today? I'm awesome. Awesome Although, is good. Awesome is good.
1: Awesome but is really how
0: good. How dare I be awesome? Yeah. I dareth, though.
1: You? I'm doing okay. Yeah. yeah? My son is uh, still uh, dealing with COVID symptoms, but uh, on the mend, I think. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. yeah. That, that's uh, taken some time to get there. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Casa de COVID. Casa
0: de COVID. <laughs> <laughs> is your wife moved back in yet or is she no. still, so she's still hanging out at she's the doing office.
1: A, she's, she's being very wise. I think.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk about some, some upsetting things I learned when we talk about what we learn.
1: So, um, so if you're new to the channel, um, subscribe, rate, review, um, We've been on almost for a year. Yep. Coming up on a year. Unbelievable. It's uh, pretty good. Um, Today's coffee is a little bit different. It's very tasty. It is a dark roast. Smells great. It is from Propeller Company. uh, The Propeller Coffee Company out of Toronto. It's called Rivet. It is a Brazilian... And they they warn that when you go with dark roast you never know exactly what you're gonna get before you try it. They taste a little bit different. They produce more roasty flavors. Some of them are, are nice including chocolate molasses, toffee, spices. Yep, and a touch of smoke. Some are not ash, tar, heavy smokiness. so you got to be careful. It can go some can go either way. So this one is supposed to have notes of cocoa, molasses and a little touch of smokiness. And oh, it's yeah. from Brazil. It's a yellow bourbon, a natural process, and a cachera de grama.
0: It's very nice. No ash. No ash to be reported. No.
1: It's very nice. <laughs> but it is definitely a dark roast. Um, and today's treat is a cinnamon cinnamon roll. Uh, it's not a cinnamon roll. It's a poppy seed roll. Poppy from, seed roll. From Artisan Bake Shop across the street.
0: Nice. I already ate mine. Sorry.
1: Uh-uh. I was hungry. It was very good. Did you eat it or inhale it?
0: Yeah, kind of. The Artisan Bake Shop, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. There you go.
1: you have a dad joke?
0: Uh, oh, damn it. No, I don't. I forgot the dad joke. Well,
1: you know, my wife is in an a choir, and uh, so she gave me some really good advice about how you should never, ever sing into a colander because you might strain your voice.
0: <laughs> oh, man, these are bad. These are bad. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, okay. That's pretty
1: good stuff, um, joke-wise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I may have Alzheimer's, but at least I don't have Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's
0: right. Oh, I thought your wife said to stop that.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, so what things did you learn? Well, I don't know. We uh, we recorded
0: late last week, so there hasn't been that much time. I I, I read... Now, this is not uh, gospel, but I was, I saw a study and it looked like it was from a fairly reputable um, source. I do more looking into it, but I guess as they find out more and more about long COVID or even mild COVID, this article was saying that apparently COVID can uh, age your brain the equivalent of 10 years. After a certain age, I guess we lose about a small percentage of our, our brain matter. Um, uh, and so in some cases, particularly if you lost your sense of smell, which I did, because apparently that means it's impacting that portion of the brain that, that, that does that, um, you can lose up to 10% of your brain matter, um, size. That seems like a lot. It is a lot. No, not 10%. Sorry. 10 years worth. Oh, okay. Right. Now what they don't know yet, I cause it's still early days is, is there a correlation between that and then earlier onset of cognitive problems so now every time i'm i'm having a cognitive moment i'm like what the hell's that actor's name i'm like god damn it, it's long covid i knew it, it so i'm totally freaked out by you know am i more tired am i not able to process information as quickly what the hell's the name of that
1: person where did i leave my keys well damn this, it. this long covid stuff is uh is pretty scary It is pretty scary. Because everybody assumes that COVID is all just related to respiratory stuff. And it definitely manifests a lot in the respiratory system. Right. And that's definitely. But also
0: circulatory. Well,
1: it's it's primarily a a vascular disease. And it's just, it's getting in through the lungs, but it it affects uh, anything that has blood in it.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, I think we're in, you know, I, I don't think the full implications will be. Appreciated for a long time. Plus, what what's it doing to the kids? And so, anyhow, there's some happy news. Um, <laughs> so, exactly. I do a little bit more reading on that. What else did I learn? I guess I learned something that apparently is not true. Uh, that uh, we're seeing a decreased level of. Uh, you or me? Uh, oh, I think it might be me. We're seeing less. Uh, uh, testosterone um, in North American males, possibly globally.
1: And well, this is why you need to tan your. That's why you need to tan your package, right? <laughs> I I saw. So this is so this is from Tucker Carlson. Tucker series called Tucker Carlson presents Originals or originals or whatever. Yeah. Yes, and uh, that's quite I the intro. The, I saw yeah. the the intro, yeah. and I thought it was fake really and it's not it's it's uh, people are calling it homo homo erotic oh it's crazy I mean yeah. it's about guys who want to improve their virility by tanning their bar right
0: now that the, what I have because I did a little bit of looking into it uh, he was saying it's like this phenomenal number of or like amount of decrease and the reality is it it's not it's pretty minimal it is happening and I was kind of wondering, and I don't know what they're attributing it to i guess critical race theory or or you know teaching people about transgender some ridiculous conclusion um the reality is it's it's more likely possibly due to things like obesity lack of physical educa- uh, activity. Uh, of activity and possibly all of the chemical shit that we've been ingesting for decades yeah. right so stuff that uh, and then i thought i had this other thought maybe we're just evolving maybe as we become more technological, we know in, in organizational circles that a lot of the skills that have been traditionally called sort of feminine Mm -hmm. are more effective. So maybe we just have less need for Vikings and Visigoths and, uh, you know, a little drop in the, in testosterone. Maybe that's our evolutionary path. You know, I I don't think you have to worry too, too much. And for God's sakes, don't, don't tan your balls.
1: (laughs) Go tan your balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, so I learned a couple of things as well. Um, one of the things is uh, so my wife and I use this expression of an earworm. Do you know what an earworm? It's this bug that Yeah. It's a gross bug. But we also Oh, I was singing more of the, well, we, the we song of that gets in your head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, call yeah. we call those earworms. Right. Basically a song that gets stuck in your head. And it was That's funny. Right. It was an opportunity for me to connect with my son. There is uh, there is this this uh, one song that I've seen and I've seen a bunch of people dancing to it on TikTok. Okay, and it's just uh, it it's got this it, catchy riff. So, but it, there's an interesting backstory behind it. I'm going to try. We're we gonna hear the song. It. We're gonna hear a little oh, bit of the song man. right now. Nope. This is oh, that's not it. What was that? that? That was just the wrong song. Right. Now,
0: we can only put a few seconds or else we'll get we'll yeah. get uh, copyrighted here. What are thousands of downloads per episode will be exposed. So this is it. This is it? Okay. TikTok song. I have
1: rapped in a program. I did a Weird Weekends episode about rap. Can you remember any of the rap that you did? My money don't jiggle jiggle. It folds. I like to see you wiggle wiggle. No, it in my feet. You really have to see it. 6 feet, 2 in a no So, that, okay. That, that is that is the song. It's called uh, my money don't jiggle jiggle it folds. And it is um so I'm going like, what kind of freaking song is this? Right? <laughs> oh. And if you see the credits, the credits go to this uh, this uh, this uh, duo okay. called um Duke and Jones, they're a Manchester-based DJ producer. Okay. And they saw it on a... So this, it was part of a TikTok... Um, um, it was part of a segment from Chicken Shop Date with Louis Thoreau. Now Louis Thoreau is the guy who actually wrote it. Okay. Okay. And the author, the author, and composer. Guys, these I guys guess. just auto-tuned it and remixed it. Okay. Um, just to make it a little bit more, you know, put that underlying beat to it. Sure. But um, put some stank on it. But so, bow, bow, bow. so, so Louis Thoreau was describing this, and about. Uh, Two years ago. Oh, so this is not brand new then. And in well, this the remix is kind of okay, just hitting things like it's everywhere sure. now, it's viral, it's viral, but it actually comes from an episode from Louis Thoreau's documentary series from the 1990s. Holy, smokes. called Louis Thoreau's Weird Weekends for the BBC. Um, and he, it was basically, he was performing it live. It okay. was for an episode called Gangster Rap that aired in October of 2000. Okay. Uh, wow. And he was exploring, two, he had two lyricists named Reese and Bigelow who helped him write his own rap song that touched <laughs> on his love of red wine, okay. his Fiat car, and living in the London district of Shepherds Bush. And, uh, and it, it's funny because they just... They've done this, and there's all these guys, all all these guys, all these TikTok creators that are making dance uh, um, dance moves to make Sure. And it's funny because they don't, they think it's dirtier than it is. I mean, when he says my money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. He's really talking about it's not coins, it's it folds. It's papers, right? You know, I like to see you wiggle wiggle. Um, it makes me want to dribble, dribble. And, and it mm-hmm. even says dribble is like, is, is mouth dribbling. not Nothing else. Right. Nothing rude. And, yeah, um, but it's, but it, it but leads
0: it, to it, the uh, double entendre.
1: Well, I suppose, but it's interesting because, so this is just a throwaway thing that happened 20 years ago. Right. And now it's a big TikTok phenomenon. So much so that I said, I, I said to my son, I've got this song stuck in my head, which is my money don't jiggle, jiggle. And then he, knew, he, and knew, he knew, it knew immediately. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And within about yeah. five seconds, he was playing it. There you go. That's funny. So that's just, it's amazing. Yes. This, just the weirdness of Did the, you tell
0: him the entire backstory? And no, I actually
1: figured out? it out afterwards. <laughs>
0: um, here's what I just realized. We, <laughs> we have boring neighborhoods in Edmonton. Why? Otwell, Forest Heights, Strathcona. I want to live in Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> Telling people, where do you live? Shepherd's Bush.
1: It's better than uh, the it's Shepherd's next Bush. next to
0: Harry Bush. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Shepherd's Bush upon Avon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I guess I got Flatbush
1: in New York, so. Well, is that one that uh, they did? They trimmed the bush? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they went and okay. did a little arborist got to work here.
0: <laughs> what else did you learn
1: other than well, I'm, so, I'm childish? So from coffee, coffee, going from back coffee, to coffee. yes. So Your if you ever watched people who are tasting coffee to to determine the flavors, the smells, and uh-huh. stuff. They do a thing called coffee cupping, which I think is a disgusting way to drink coffee. Oh, dear. So uh, what they do is they actually take okay. like about 12 grams of somewhat coarse coffee. Okay. They p- put it into a coffee cup. They put boiling water in about yep. 220 uh, milliliters of water. Okay, So it's um, slightly, it's about the same strength as you would normally do for pour over. Okay. Okay. Um, but they let it sit there and then it develops this crust. And then A they. Crust. And they. So they actually. It, it sits in the coffee. So it doesn't go through the coffee. Okay. It's not filtered through the coffee. Right. And then they actually kind of move. Use spoons to move the crust away. <laughs> okay. Remove the crust. And then they slurp it. And when they slurp it, they make the. Uh, the a very slurpy sound, yes, yes. And uh, and they smell, so apparently they smell the wet aroma of the coffee, which sounds very appealing. Yeah. Eesh. And then they, uh, but it it's like after four minutes, they do one thing, that's when they remove the crust, and then they let the coffee sit and cool for another 15 minutes before they even try it. Wow. Right? And uh, so there is a ton of stuff that they do, and this is, and they'll do a huge line of it, and they'll... They'll spit it out, and much like I guess when you're tasting wine, if you want to taste wine without getting actually hammered. Um, But anyway, I I thought that's fascinating that the that uh, this is how they test how how um, coffee roasters select their beans and their roasts because they don't want to be doing a pour over for every single one, so they're doing these little small spot coffee. Tests. Interesting. So, um, there you go. It just does not sound very appealing to me, though. You
0: know what George Takai would say if he heard about this? What? Oh my. Oh my,
1: exactly. (laughs) So, today we're talking about favorite movies of all time. Favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Not best movies of all time. Not best movies. Favorite movies of all time. I was thinking about that because. You could come up we with... are not cinematography No, and I certainly students. haven't seen every single movie. No, I've seen lots of movies. I've,
0: I was thinking that myself,
1: yeah. but I have okay. not seen every movie for sure.
0: <laughs> I don't has anyone seen every movie? That would be quite the interesting. So what's your top three? My top three are we going to do top tens or top 3s three? We'll do the top top ten, but let's start with the top three. Okay, top three. uh Star Wars hmm. a new hope. okay. Are we saying why? Sure. Uh, I think that one was, it, it's such an iconic thing. I remember from being a kid and to me, it, it's like there was before Star Wars and then it was after Star Wars. It's true. It's not that it's necessarily, I mean, it's a pretty good movie on its own. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, you know, punched up and, and messed with, but it's just like this historically cultural important thing. So mm-hmm. that's number three. Number two, uh, Alien. Okay. Um, just awesome. And number one, Bull Durham, the really? baseball movie. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. In fact, I just watched it on last uh, night before last with my 12 year old son who is now getting into baseball. And uh, I forgot how much sex there was in this movie. But, <laughs> so it elicited some questions. But yeah, it's I just love the. It's the juxtaposition of baseball with, with philosophy and, and, and life. And it's a great movie, really. I've probably watched it 25 times now.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So I think, so my my favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. for sure, and it's this weird, obscure German movie. And okay. I, I don't usually think of German <laughs> as a movie that, I, uh, a, a, a culture that I like film films from. Right. My favorite movie is Run, Lola, Run
0: oh yeah i've never seen it but i have heard of it
1: it is a brilliant film on many levels and it is just it just um totally it's a a
0: thriller isn't it
1: it is uh yes it's a thriller but it is from a cinematography perspective and from a storytelling it is really i really think it is incredibly well done
0: that's awesome.
1: Um, the second is Blade Runner. Blade Runner, okay. Yeah. And for me, and the third one is the uh, Casino Royale with uh, with uh, Daniel Craig.
0: Ah, uh, the uh,
1: the reboot, the launch of the new. Well, now no longer new, new but no longer new, but uh, the
0: the last or the latest Bond.
1: I thought it was really. Worth I really that. like that movie too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. A, so for me, I think what makes a movie. To me, the best movies is ones that I can watch over and over again, yep. and I don't get bored.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So yes, um, that's kind of
0: how I picked my list. I was like, "Oh, what are the ones that I like to watch over and over again?"
1: So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so those are my top three. Okay. What else you got on your list?
0: Okay. Well, I number ten is a bit of a cheat. I couldn't pick between the original MASH movie and Catch twenty two, but they're they're quite. You know, there's both war movies and they have a similarity and sort of the absurdity of war. So that was my number 10. Uh, coming in at number nine, Field of Dreams, oh, another baseball movie. I love baseball movies. Because they always have a, a I don't know, baseball is just a sport that has such a, a grounding in know, spirituality. And, and you mm. know, it's an interesting sport. Number eight, Indiana Jones, the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number seven, City Slickers, because I find it both amusing and it talks about getting older, and and I, I just find that uh, meaningful. Interesting. Number six, Rocky Three, and predominantly because there's a whole uh, scene of um, on the beach, and and Rocky is doubting himself, and and his wife is is talking him through it. It's just a fin- I can watch that scene; it gets me every time. No, so, oh, really. Yeah, interesting. Um, number five, Pulp Fiction. Interesting. Love Pulp Fiction. Uh, I like a lot of Tarantino stuff, but Pulp Fiction is my favorite of his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in at number four, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And we've already talked about my top three, and then I've got some honorable mentions. But I'd like to hear your what's your list first.
1: Well, and not in any specific order. Um, so I, have given you the top three and then I will go through. So number four is, or number four is Blood Simple. It's a Mm. Coen brothers movie. Um, it's really unusual, very clever storytelling. And, um, I just, I thought it was brilliant. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed Madamax Fury Road. Oh, Mad Max Fury Road! Yes, I really enjoyed the original Mad Maxes, but yep. they have kind of not aged great.
0: The first one, I think, is okay. Well, I like
1: the first one in but, the original Australian. Yes. but uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but but Mad Max Fury Road, I thought was very a very good good storytelling homage. To it, the, yeah, the it's thing.
0: a good. I think they're working on a sequel right now.
1: I think so too. Yeah, um, Cary Grant in North by Northwest. Okay. Classic. Uh, uh, that's a that some movie that I can watch it over and over again, and I just Very enjoy cool. it. Yep. Um, Two thousand and one, a space odyssey. <laughs> yeah, I, I considered that one because again, I've watched it over and over again, and I just think it's so prescient. Yes. And uh, well, in Kubrick, right? There's yeah. You? Well, Kubrick, Kubrick definitely had a style to him, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> And he's a he was a photographer before he was a director.
0: Okay, so he was you know the master of the visual yes.
1: storytelling. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Star Trek reboot with J.J. Abrams.
0: Oh, the two thousand nine. I think that's one it yeah. was.
1: with uh, with Chris Pine. Yep, and I liked that one I th- too. I thought. Yeah. I mean, the, I'm I'm a huge fan of Star Trek. Yep, as am I. Yep. I would say the the movies, most of the movies, <clears> never <throat> really captured my repeatability thing. Whereas okay. the, 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 the JJ Abrams reboot really did. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, it's a great movie up. Ah, our first entry in <clears> the <throat> animated category. That's right. Um, again, it's one of those movies that I just think the storytelling is so yeah. brilliant. Uh, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many things <laughs> from that movie that you can just keep repeating over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, and number ten was Alien. I, oh, okay. Uh, so I really, uh, I really enjoyed Alien. Uh, at the time, I was fourteen years old when it first came out, and it was, um, it was terrifying. <laughs> oh, totally. It's a lot less terrifying nowadays compared I, to a lot of this stuff.
0: I don't know. I I, I still find it. I I think it still holds up. Well, no, it's, it's fine. But I I
1: told my son how scary it was. And he was just like, this isn't scary. (laughs) Uh, Um, and what about your honorable mentions?
0: Honorable mentions. Uh, first of all, you know, when I look at my list, I think as many movies as I've seen, and I've, I've enjoyed lots of more cerebral movies, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to to my favorites, I'm like, I'm really kind of simple minded here. Uh, (laughs) So honorable mentions, Dread with Carl Urban, okay. just because of that performance of his, right? It's oh, pretty good. Uh, John Wick, silly, the original, the first one. Okay. Right? I really like Backdraft. You know, there's there hasn't been that many uh, firefighter movies, mm-hmm. but I thought they, they did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, the original Jaws, which my wife will not watch. Okay. And the kids are chomping at the bit to watch it. Uh, Animal House. Oh, Wow. And then I, I added the new Batman movie, which I've only seen once, but I've it's, seen actually, it twice, it's streaming now. on Crave now. We're gonna watch it on Friday, and I, I I think that's gonna become one of my favorites. Yeah, I was uh, toying
1: between that and the original Chris Nolan Batman because yeah. they're both they're both brilliant. Yeah. Um, the first one, the Batman becomes or
0: or, or a Batman Begins or Batman the Batman Begins. Yeah.
1: It. Yeah. So um, so I think that um. Both of those, yeah. So, so, for me, the two Batmans, those two Batmans, definitely are on the honorable mention, mention list. Yeah. Um, the usable, usual suspects.
0: Oh, of, yes.
1: With Kaiser Saucy.
0: <clears throat> Absolutely. And that, spoiler alert, the twist.
1: The twist, yes. yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this for the longest time um, with Nil and I which is a really obscure. No, British, I've never seen it, that one. I saw it when we were living in Toronto 30 years ago. Yeah. And it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, very much evoked um, the time.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Oh, yes. Yep. I thought that was really well well done. I really enjoyed Pitch Black. With uh, Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel, yeah, I think uh, that is a horror that has got great. Story I've never coming. seen that one, and I've I watched it. it I've watched it many times, and I've yeah. enjoyed it every single time. Okay, and the, and um, it was done a little bit on the cheap, but the the way they've done it is so well done, yep. and so clever yep. uh, that um, that you don't really um, you don't really uh, it does it ages fine right right but there's a lot of uh especially sci-fi shows that do not age well yes um, this is true kind of like um, I mean I really enjoyed the original matrix and, yes and but again because the concept was pretty cool but the um but uh, the um, the subsequent um two there's some CGI that just didn't yeah. look very good anymore
0: <clears throat> and the story became somewhat convoluted. I've, I haven't seen the new one yet. No, Resurrection. Not, supposedly. Not.
1: Yeah. I haven't heard good it's things not about good it. Good things. Um, and then, um, Fargo. Yes. I really enjoyed another, Fargo. Great movie, another, yeah. another Coen yeah. brothers movie.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the, that I, I just thought of uh, particularly because like a lot of these movies that are on the list. And, and I think you said it rewatchability, right? Yeah. Uh, I used to really like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh, really? And when I was in my 20s and first saw it, I realized just because I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched parts of it on YouTube the other day. And when I was in my 20s, I totally um, uh, identified with Alec Baldwin's, you know, hard ass sales guy come in and, yeah, and, and he's yelling at all these old guys and y- you got to have brass balls. And, and when I was rewatching scenes of it, I now being much older, <clears throat> I, it's just a sad movie. Like I have a total different take on it. And it's like, yeah, you, there's uh Jack Lemmon's character yeah, who yeah. is, you know, daughter sick and his wife and he's just trying to hang on. And he, it's just, it's so depressing. So whereas 30 years ago, I was like, come on, get it together, man. Now I'm like, yeah, I can see where, yeah. You know, by no like he's trying to do his best, and so my relationship to that movie has changed a lot. Whereas some of these other ones, not so much. I I don't, you know, I still find them to be as enjoyable. So,
1: well, you know, it's interesting. I uh, Your comment about Star Wars, and um they've just had on um, on Showcase. They've had a they're doing all the Star Wars. Shows oh yeah. Again. And I realized that just uh, Disney
0: Plus, you can just
1: go yeah, nuts. Yeah, you can right? watch it any time, right, For sure. But the uh, thing with uh, I find with Star Wars is that uh, yeah, it was definitely a turning point in cinema. But I thought the story was just kind of eh, it's kind of a story that's been done and told. Oh, there's so nothing. Many t- there's nothing really original about the story.
0: <clears throat> no, and it, it clearly is the hero's journey, right? Mm-hmm. It follows that almost point by point,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, I mean, it, it was good. And and I've watched it, a, you know, a few times. But I've never been a total Star Wars geek. I don't mind the Star no, Wars No, neither
0: have I. I, I think I've, I put it on the list because I, I find it...
1: To me, it was, it was really... A turning point?
0: Well, in a way, right? Like, the, I, I had the toys. And there's just so many um, things that have kind of uh, flowed from it.
1: Well, I remember lying And then, up same for thing it. with
0: Alien. Like we, you know, we were talking about how much we like the Expanse. Oh, yeah. You, you know, the relationship between the Expanse and Alien in terms of, hey, space travel happens, but it isn't all, I mean, I love Star Trek, you know, but it's 400 years. Well, actually, the Expanse is about the same time, 300, but it's like humanity, it's like the other side of the coin. It's it, like, yeah. nah, we still using bullets and we're still burning fuel and, and we still have conflict and
1: we, we don't have warp drive
0: traveling in space is, you know, dangerous and dirty and smelly and, and versus the more utopian. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it's like you're, uh, you know, you're hanging in the bar and the bar's going at the speed of light. Um, so I think alien had such an influence on so many of those movies and it's just a really scary, um, you know, horror film in space kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I I remember hearing somebody pitched it, and that's how they pitched it: Jaws in space to the uh, to get it green lit, right? Which is exactly what it's like. Well, it's it's terrifying. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was and when I remember at the time in particular, it was definitely <laughs> terrifying.
0: I'm playing a I'm playing a great video game. It's taking me a long time to get through. It's called Alien Isolation, and it is sort of like the sequel you play ripley's daughter on this base and you cannot kill the alien like there's no like the alien gets you you die so the only way to win this game is to somehow survive through and then there's people that are dangerous and there's these robots and you can fight with them but if the alien pops out and it's sound um like if you make a noise it it hears you and You cannot defeat the alien. All you can do. And it is terrifying when this thing comes out of the ceiling and you're hiding under a table and it's walking around and you're like,
1: Well, this is a great great segue into (laughs) media I've been consuming in the last week. Oh, okay, So because one of the things that I watched, and I had been putting it off for a while, was I watched um, Alien Covenant. Yes. Which was incredibly disappointing. Yes. Like, uh, I... Actually, didn't mind Prometheus.
0: Prometheus had some; it had some good. It had stuff. some
1: really good yep. stuff. And, and and the problem I had with with Covenant, and um, I mean, you've seen Covenant, right? I did. I saw it in a the theater, I think. Um, and I was like, eh. I mean, it was it was well done in terms of visual visuals, but the story right is brutal. Yes. And you can see it a mile, come, you can see the ending coming a mile away. Yep. And um, the thing that uh, really I just hated was the fact that um, you're not dealing with one terrifying, almost invincible alien. You've got a second villain that just drives me up the freaking yeah, wall. Yeah, keep it simple. That's right. Like, it's just, um, yeah. And uh... You know, it's funny. Um
0: you hear all these horror stories of, of bad movies mm-hmm. where they talk about the studio got involved and and you never hear the studio got involved and they didn't like the lighting or they didn't like the cinematography. They always come in and they're always coming in there. They do basically don't like the story. They're screwing with the story. And to me... The story is the whole that's thing. That's the whole thing, right? Because, I mean, there, there are bad movies, not bad movies, but there are movies that are shot on a cheap budget and you look at it and you go like, well... It's pretty, it's a little hokey, right? But it's like the original Star Trek TV series. The the episodes that had a really good story, didn't mind that shit's made of plywood. And like it, 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 it captivates you. So when you hear about, yeah, they did these rewrites and then they were, you know, or there's like nine writers on the thing. It's invariably going to be terrible. So you remember, I
1: I told you about that, uh, that movie, that uh, time travel movie. Called Primer. Oh, yes. Yes. So I spent some time trying to find it. Because it's really hard to find. I was able to find it on YouTube. Okay. Right? Oh, wow. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube. But the thing that's really interesting about that, I mean, it's, cause it's got a good story. Was this about the kids? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the entire thing was done on a budget of uh, $7,000. $7,000? Film was produced on a budget of only $7,000 US. Holy smokes. When? In 2004. That's unbelievable. And It's got to be
0: a, like a record breaker.
1: Went on to take uh, half a million dollars at the box office. It right. Won- it was at the Sundance Film Festival in 2004. And um, so, I mean, it's not particularly... Uh, it never looks cheap because every shot is uh, looks like it must look like it it's just done really well
0: i I'm, I'm gonna check that out right so
1: um yeah it's defi- uh i think i don't know how much the total take on it was um but it's uh it's a good it's a good movie uh hmm. interesting how cheap it was
0: yeah that's amazing you know what uh, one thing that's kind of funny if you look at our two lists not one marvel movie on there
1: I was thinking about that. Yeah. I was thinking the
0: only and one, I love the Marvel movies. I
1: like the Marvel movies, and I was thinking that um, you know one of the Avengers ones um, might m- make it, mostly because uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know which one. The Winter
0: Soldier, I think, to me is is pretty solid. The, the original, where because uh, I mean, it's got that seventies spy, like the Day of the Condor sort of yeah feel to it. I've thought about it, and here's what I've concluded. I think I love the MCU as a collective yeah. project. And I see all, and I love all of the movies and some of them I'll go and rewatch, but I think I love the, the idea of the whole collective universe more than any single particular film. I, I, I think that's why they're being so successful because it, it all fits together. And even the sort of the shittier movies, you're like, ah, but it still adds like a piece to the puzzle. You know, it's that well, corner piece that's got the dumb looking picture on it, but it fits. It makes the other stuff.
1: Work. Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> there was a few standalone ones that like the Black Panther was Black really Panther good. was great. Um, I do think the Winter Soldier and, and, you know, their, their use of music in terms of like yes. when the theme comes out, you just, you just, you know, it soars. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was thinking the same too. Not a single superhero movie on my list.
0: Yeah. Well, I had the Batman.
1: Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, put him on a honorable mention though. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other media that you're consuming right now? Uh, watching. Uh, I'm still... Did you watch the third episode of Moon Knight? We did. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of accelerated uh, quite quickly. It
0: yeah that that's uh, interesting to see where that's going to go. Well, again, it speaks to the point because of course you can't watch these shows without neither going to YouTube consuming four hours of analysis.
1: Right? <laughs> exactly. And
0: so they're linking the gods from the, it, from the Eternals to Bast is in uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And there's this, you know, again, it, it all kind of hangs together where you're like, okay, the show on its own is kind of okay, but ooh, where are all the links to the other bits and pieces? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I enjoyed that. And uh, I'm really enjoying season three of Better Call Saul. Okay. Uh, which came out. Last week, I think I'd been, i have been just waiting. dropping one at a
1: time or is it? The no, whole it's
0: the full. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, because
0: I think the season like on AMC, I think it came out like two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Netflix really delays it. So I'd been waiting for that for quite some time. Uh, so that's good. And, uh, that's about all I've really managed to consider. Well, Picard, right. We're waiting for the next episode of that. So
1: Picard is, I don't know where it's going. I do not know where it's going. It's like, it's all over the place. So, um, but Picard season one was really well done. So, yep. uh, and it tied all the loose ends together. Hopefully they'll pull so it off. So hopefully they'll pull it off with season two. I'm
0: kind of disappointed in the fact that they they announced season three mm-hmm. and the full cast coming back. I'm not disappointed in that, but the timing of it is like, Wait till it's finished. Yeah. So anything that like, you know, Picard gets hit by a car and then he's like, you know, he's not going to die, but yeah, it, it almost feels like some of the, uh, the stakes are unless they somehow end the season two on a cliffhanger that brings into season three. Right. But it seems to take taken a little bit of the, the, Ooh, you know, like what's going to happen with this, that and the other thing. It's like, so
1: I don't know. Well, I, uh, I've i been watching Picard, I watched Covenant, I watched Moon Knight, and um, there's two other things. So there's uh, one thing that I've been watching is um, the... Um, uh, I started watching and was immediately disappointed. There's this series called Titans, um, which I didn't mind. It was... Is that the DC? It's the DC. It's basically... Um, um, it's the Teen
0: Titans. It's the Teen Titans. Yeah. I remember done, that came
1: out a couple of years ago and when... it was well season 3 came out reasonably okay. recently.
0: Netflix I think.
1: Yeah, and uh I have to say the first two seasons were pretty good. Okay. Okay, partially because it 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 focused a lot on character development, it had a good story right. and um, there was a journey for the hero. Sure. Um yeah, I like season 3 starts like off Dick Grayson it, character. It, it's it's just not so great oh really well because they have teen titan so the the titans have titan tower in san francisco and they're they're doing it's just a little too set you don't have you don't have the so the thing i really like with with the superhero movies is when there's a story and a development yes like just having these superheroes show up Without the backstory and even with the backstory, it's not a great setup for a no, movie. Right? It's
0: more like the cartoon then.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, we watched the Adam Project. Forgot I forgot that. Oh okay. it was okay. <laughs> it was I okay. mean Ryan Reynolds is always fun always to charming. watch. charming. And the, then Mark the kid, Ruff
1: the kid was amazing.
0: Yeah. Like, and Mark Ruffalo's in it and I, we enjoyed it. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't make the list of movies to watch over and over again. No. But it was it was okay.
1: Um, and I've been watching this other series called Legion. Which you is mentioned bizarre, right? It is really bizarre. So Legion is another superhero, but he's a superhero who has uh, incredible mental talent.
0: Right. We talked about this. He's like, like a he's like a Charles Xavier, except on except on, on speed. He's,
1: he's crazy. Well, and yeah, he is demented. Uh, yeah. Although that's not super entirely clear in the. Uh,
0: not that segment. we want to use. Demented, or pejor, or or crazy in a pejorative sense, but no. I mean,
1: he he starts off in an insane asylum, right? It's like that's where he starts off. There you go, and then he gets out, and then (laughs) and then so some of the stuff (laughs) doesn't get any better. Some of the stuff happens in his, is what part of it is that the reason he's in the insane asylum is because he's been possessed by a different. character who, oh yeah who uh what the heck is his name i can't remember the shadow shadow king and oh my goodness and, and and then there's like this weird story that okay. unfolds about the shadow king and and uh it's got some amazing uh performances in it like aubrey plaza oh yes right and from got, uh, perks and rec uh, germaine she's a weird this is this is this is right up her alley. Right up her alley.
0: I I, I don't know her personally, but she, she's a weird she interviewee.
1: All, put she, it that way. And she always does unusual characters. Yeah. And this is definitely oh, right. Cool. Up there. She plays like a drug addict who's also in in, in the insane asylum or the institute for yeah uh, yeah for the mentally troubled. Okay. Um. And then Jermaine Clements. I,
0: the I, name rings a vague. He's the
1: guy from. Um, uh, what's it called? The Flight of the concords He's Oh from yeah. from New okay. Zealand. Yeah, He's yeah, also yeah. in the, 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 the vampire one, the New Zealand vampire one. What's oh, um, uh, something at night.
0: Something in the, um, something in the shadows. Yeah. In the shadows. Yeah. That's
1: right. Uh, and, uh, that's
0: a good movie. If you've ever seen the original film. Yeah. By Waikate, Waiko titi, Tahiti. Oh goodness. I'm screwing it up.
1: Yes. That guy. Taiko watiti. Taiko watiti. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, so, so, um, and he plays an unusual character and there's, there's a whole bunch of uh, characters and actors that you'll recognize. Okay. And cool. The, but the, but I mean, he's just Legion. It's called Legion. Um, I'm not sure if I'm recommended or, <laughs> I'm still, I am recommend it. I'm I might have a look at I'm it. I'm in the see. season two or okay. three. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's very unusual. I mean, it, it's, it, I have to say from a cinematography mm-hmm. perspective, it's spectacular. The right. set design is amazing. The acting is really good, but the storytelling is very hard to follow. Okay. So anyway, so that's, uh, that's what I've been considering. All right. Um, and um, and I think that's it for this week. Do we do we have an idea of what we want to do for episode forty eight? I have some ideas percolating. Okay, and I will talk to you about it. So offline. it will be a surprise. It will be a surprise. Alrighty, well have a great week. Okay, and no. um, that's it. Catch Sounds you on the good. flip side. You
0: betcha. All right, take care. Take care. Don't tan your balls. <laughs> <Get in mind. laughs>